Ontario's top court ruled yesterday, the Court of Appeals ruled yesterday, there should be a new trial for Callan and Ontario couple that were found guilty in 2008 for unlawful confinement after they tied up two young men stealing from their property. Actually, the theft occurred in 2008, so the trial probably didn't happen for a few years. But Joseph Newberger is here to explain um, why they are getting a new trial. He is our 640 Toronto legal analyst. Joe, welcome to the show. Good to have you on, as always. Thank you, Kelly. Thank so you very much. The, the background is this is a, a couple back in 2008. They um, repeatedly had stainless steel stolen from their yard on the third night. I guess they decided to hang out and see who was taking it. They caught two men in the act. And then they, uh, according to the two men, they confronted them with a gun, held them hostage and assaulted them and demanded money in exchange for not calling the police. The couple denied the allegations. They said, no, we tied the men up with zip ties. The pair pleaded with them, please don't call the cops and we'll repay you for our previous thefts. So why the the new trial? And I think they also said uh, that they wanted their parents called. So uh, what happened was that the trial judge in instructing the jury focused only on the failure of the two accused to immediately contact police to come as opposed to two other elements. One in order to find uh, that the arrest was wrongful, uh, the Crown has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the, there was no consent to the confinement. And, um, in fact, the story of the two accused were that they agreed and consented to their confinement until their parents arrived. And so the judge did not instruct the jury properly on consent and, more importantly, didn't even say to the jury that it's up to the Crown to prove lack of consent uh, not the other way around. So those were fairly two significant errors. And the jury doesn't necessarily have to believe the accused as long as they believe that the evidence as given by the accused about consent raises a reasonable doubt on the allegations, then they would be uh, entitled to acquittals. This all centers around the idea of a citizen's arrest. You know, when I was a kid, you know, that would be a a continuous joke on different sitcoms. You know, I'm going to make a citizen's arrest. So when you make it, you can you can legitimately make a citizen's arrest. You just have to get consent for confinement. How does that work? No, no. So it's two ways. One, you can make a citizen's arrest if you have proper grounds that this person is in the midst of committing a crime. Okay, And then you should call the police immediately so that you are now uh, bringing in the lawful authorities to deal with it, because we don't want people making arrests and confining people for a period of time uh, without contacting the proper authorities. Two, however, in order to have an unlawful arrest, so if these people would be liable, you have to, the Crown has to disprove consent. So if somebody consents to the confinement and says, please, like in this case, don't call the cops, please, please don't, call our parents, we'll pay you back, Well, you know, in that case, they can keep them confined, call the parents, have them attend, and resolve it privately. That's up to them, and if you consent to it, then it's not unlawful. So those are the two ways. Normally, this is a very odd situation. Normally, if there's an arrest, you're going to call the police right away. Right. How long were they held for, do we know? I don't know, but it was not a short period of time. Uh, It was certainly more than uh, 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and, and in certain areas, in a rural area, in fact, people can be confined for a while if you're calling police because the response time could be quite long. But the, the real nub of the issue here is what was, you know, what really went on? Did they consent? And um, clearly these two individuals were 
robbing uh, this poor family of their stainless steel on a regular and consistent basis. So one has to regard the story that they give to the court as to what threats were made and then demanding money with some degree of uh, skepticism because they were caught in the act of, again, committing a crime of which, you know, it's sort of a moral turpitude crime, goes against the honesty of those individuals. So I think uh, the Court of Appeal did the right thing to send it back. There was significant errors by the judge to the jury. And in fact, these these two people who made the citizen's arrest may be completely innocent. Is this going to be another jury case then? Uh, maybe. I mean, it depends. I mean, the defense lawyers will make a decision. It depends on your judge. I think, you know, in some cases like this, you want a jury because, you know, this is something where other people would experience and they get tired of being robbed from or stolen from and they want to take take some action. And so they might identify with the accused. But um, you may need, uh, maybe it would be a judge alone. But in this particular instance, it seems to me that even if it was a judge alone trial, the judge clearly didn't understand how consent factors into the analysis. Joseph, thanks so much for joining us. As always, I appreciate your expertise. Pleasure, Kelly. Have a great show. You as well. Uh, Did he say have a great show or great day? Uh, His show, his show happens in the courtroom. Joseph Newberger. Criminal lawyer, 640 Toronto legal analyst. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.